I'm going to recap of all the things that we've been looking at. So, in our sermon series, we've tried to respond to Jesus' great commandment and great commission by asking the question, what does love require of me? We have acknowledged that we demonstrate our love for God by loving others. And we've tried to explore in what ways and how we can apply God's love at work through us. In part one, we asked, what is my calling in life? And we concluded that it's learning to love God and to love others in the context of community, in the context of church. In part two, we discussed, do my words really matter? We concluded that our words do matter because through them, we communicate the gospel of God's love. And in part three, we asked, why should I serve others? And we concluded that we should serve others because Jesus models servanthood leadership. People will know we love them when we show we love them. In part four, we asked, why should I give away my time? We discovered that giving our valuable time to someone else is a loving response to them, which builds togetherness, trust, and love. In part five, we asked, is gift giving necessary? We concluded that in Jesus, we have received his unrelenting love, and therefore we must be generous with all that God has given to us. And in part six, we asked, should my prayers be a priority? And we concluded that we should invite God into every area of our lives. Prayer develops intimacy with God and praying for others is an expression of our love towards them. It's really important. And today, in our final part of our sermon series, we are thinking about the question, do I have to be hospitable? Do I have to be hospitable? What does it mean to be hospitable? Coming from Cornwall, the term hospitality always had a strong association with the economy. Travel and tourism, entertainment, recreation, dining and accommodation are all important parts of the hospitality trade in Cornwall, which helps boost its economy. But notice, all of those experiences often come at a price, which is especially extortionate during peak season, you'll notice. This type of hospitality comes at a cost and is rarely a free gift given. One definition I found of the word hospitality was kindness. Kindness in welcoming guests or strangers. I like that. Hospitality is kindness. Remember, our kindness towards others can cost us very little. Very little. Sometimes our kindness towards others can come at a great cost to us personally. 
Hospitality is a reoccurring theme in the Bible. We have numerous examples of it done well and of it done badly. One example of hospitality was when the patriarch Abraham welcomed and served the three angelic visitors from Genesis 18. But in the following chapter, we have an example of inhospitality, when the men of the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah had an immoral agenda towards Lot's angelic visitors. Very interesting passages. Highly recommend you look at them. We won't tackle them today because there's a lot to them. But we have numerous examples in scripture of the importance of hospitality. Hospitality is important in the Bible. And in the first epistle of Peter, in our text today, Peter is writing in the context of Jesus' people being persecuted for their faith. The church is trying to live and grow in a violently inhospitable world. The Apostle Peter is reminding all suffering believers of the glorious future that God has for all of those who persevere in their faith and in their trust in Jesus. The end of the world is coming soon. Therefore be earnest and disciplined in your prayers, says the Apostle Peter, reminding us of the importance of cultivating our prayer lives. Peter is writing with a sense of urgency, with the conviction of the fragility of life and the limited number of days that we've all been appointed. Interestingly, despite this, he doesn't urge Jesus' followers to withdraw from the world. Withdraw from the world. Focus on yourself. No, he doesn't say that. He says, engage with the world. Even though your time is short, engage with the world by serving others with the deep love of Christ. The love of Jesus, the love of the Father, and the love of the Holy Spirit is God's conquering force in the world. Love is who God is, and we carry God's love in our hearts. We are God's people, people who love others. That's what we've been called to do. That's who we've been called to be, lovers of people. In our passage today, Peter gives us a very clear answer to the question, do I have to be hospitable? He urges his people, Jesus' people, you and me, to demonstrate hospitality. Remember, remember this, without the generous hospitality of the early church, the early missionaries would have had nowhere to stay as they travelled around sharing the good news of Jesus. The work of Christian ministry, fellowship, discipleship, evangelism, and worship was made possible 
by the hospitality shown by members of the early church. Hospitality directly advanced the gospel. We must not underestimate the power of hospitality. In actual fact, for 200 years, the early church entirely relied on the hospitality of its members because it was compelled to meet in their houses and in their homes Without the generosity of those who were prepared to open their homes, the early church could not have met for worship at all. In the New Testament, the ministry of hospitality was really important. The Apostle Paul teaches us to always be eager to practice hospitality, especially when God's people are in need. And we, of course, would say, especially when anyone is in need. The author of Hebrews encourages us to demonstrate hospitality even to strangers. The prophet Isaiah urged the people of Israel to help those in desperate need, showing them hospitality, which is like, which is equal to, showing them mercy and loving kindness. Furthermore, the Lord promised to those willing to help others the promise of healing, the promise of protection, and the closeness of his presence. When we are hospitable, God is there. His presence is there. Jesus teaches us that when we actually show love to someone else, when we have the courage to demonstrate love to someone else, being hospitable as he was hospitable. He says, it's like doing it for him. For when I was hungry, you fed me. When I was thirsty, you gave me a drink. When I was a stranger, you invited me into your home. When I was naked, you gave me clothing. When I was sick, you cared for me. And when I was in prison, you visited me. What does it mean for us to show hospitality today? I believe we are called to demonstrate hospitality by ungrudgingly offering our service to our community and to strangers. North Street Church needs every gift we have to be utilised in the service of God. North Street Church has many talents and skills. Lord, we know we have to utilise them in the purpose of sharing your love with the world. We can demonstrate hospitality to our community through the words we speak, by our acts of service, by giving our valuable time, by generously giving gifts, and by praying for others. When we demonstrate all of those things that we've been thinking about over the last few weeks, we demonstrate the hospitality of God, the mercy and the kindness of God. 
The gift of hospitality comes naturally to some. But for others, it takes a bit of practice. But it is a gift that must be nurtured. We must nurture this gift. It's important to say that hospitality is not just inviting others into our homes and making them feel welcome. For some of us, that's not possible. And for some of us, that's not advised, especially under coronavirus conditions. But we are called to be hospitable with the way we treat people. Hospitality is a mindset. It is respecting and accepting others and making them feel comfortable and welcome. As Jesus' people, we must be hospitable. We must. At North Street Church, we have a home. This is our home. And we're called to open our home to others, to demonstrate hospitality to them. Are we ready? Are we ready to open our home when people come to us? Because I believe people will come. We have to be ready for them, don't we? We have to be ready to pour out our love upon them when they come so that they may go away having encountered the love of Christ. Are we ready? Are we ready? We're not offering hospitality in the same way the world often offers it. Entertaining, entertaining can have the appearance of hospitality. But actually its motive is to impress. Impressing with a beautifully presented layout, furnishings, decoration, the latest technology and the picture of an immaculate environment. Christian hospitality is different. It is motivated by ministry. Entertaining puts things first. Hospitality puts people first. Entertaining declares, this is mine, admire it. Hospitality whispers, I share what I have with you because I love you. Christian hospitality is not trying to impress people, but trying to simply serve them, making them feel loved, respected, accepted, welcomed, and at home. Being hospitable towards someone is showing them acceptance and respect. And in the context of our church home, making faith accessible to them. Making Jesus Christ accessible to them. The church should be a place of refuge from the world. A world that often struggles to love.
The church should be a place of refuge, a place where Jesus is present among his people. One definition for hospitable is the word hospice, hospice, which describes a protective shelter. And also the word hospital, which describes a place of healing and care. Every time we open those church doors, we are opening our home, which should be a shelter for healing and a place of care. So, do I have to be hospitable? I believe Jesus is the ultimate example of what hospitality looks like because he showed people mercy, kindness, and welcome, and he was always willing to serve anyone who had needs. When people come to us, let's reach out and accept them and welcome them, just like Jesus reaches out to us and accepts us and welcomes us into his family. Even at our worst, Jesus died for us and he continues to love us despite our messy lives and impure motives. We are loved. We must accept others the way Jesus accepts us. Because when we do that, we fulfill his call on our lives to share his love with a broken and hurting world. Jesus was not afraid to be friends with the undesirable people and unbelievers from his time. People from all walks of life. He never condoned sin. But time and time again, he looked past their sins and saw who God had created them to be. He saw their potential. He saw their value. And he loved them. It doesn't matter where we are in life. Jesus will meet us there. Jesus longs to meet us wherever we are. We cannot escape or hide from his love. It's relentless. And we have tasted it. And we must share it with others. And not hold back. We mustn't hold back. We must have a hospitable attitude towards others. Just the way Jesus did. We must see others the way Jesus sees them, through his eyes of love. Being hospitable is demonstrating love, mercy and kindness. And that's what we're called to do. And hopefully, as we've discussed over these weeks, we've been reminded of the importance of doing that. And we thought about ways that we can exercise our love. And so remember this. We've been called to be hospitable to everybody we meet in Jesus' name.
because he loves them. The early church didn't have places of worship within the community, but we do. We do. We have a place to worship. We have a home at North Street Church. Let's open our home up and let's open up our hearts to our community so that they may encounter the love of Jesus. And we need to be ready for the time that people come to us looking for shelter, looking for care, looking for healing. We need to be ready to share Jesus with them. So what does love require of me? What does love require of you? To be hospitable with all that we have been given the material goods and the personal qualities we all possess are not only for ourselves, but they belong to God. And we're encouraged to be generous with what we've been given in order to share God's love. Loving people just the way Jesus does. I feel that we are being called at North Street Church to be Jesus' people, a people that are hospitable. A people that are hospitable. Amen. Loving Father, help us to love you with all our hearts, all our souls, all our strength, and with all our minds. And help us to love others as you love them. Give us the ability to courageously love others so they may encounter you and turn to you. Equip us to make disciples in Jesus' name. And we're excited about all that the future brings. Thank you. Amen.